When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Orange and blue sunset in mile high here in Broncos country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky. Broncos live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the source for all uh, things sportsbook. And we are coming to you <laughs> from Studio A uh, at the DNVR bar, where today the A stands for absolute best. Oh. As in, there's a lot of Sean Payton news out there, and we are going to have the absolute best person we could possibly have on to talk about Sean Payton news. Just like DraftKings is the source for all things sportsbook, he is the source for all things Saints, uh, especially when it comes to Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton. So we're going to have Jeff Duncan on uh, just a few minutes. We're super excited for that. But why don't we start with the question that is in the headline, which has already caused quite a stink in the comment <laughs> section, Good. and why the headline is... What it is, Zach. Yeah, so on Monday, we heard Sean Payton come out on Colin Coward and say that the Bronco or that any team going after Sean Payton would have to trade what he believed to be a mid to late first round pick for him. Well, today or yesterday, Jeff Duncan, our guest that's coming up, said Mickey Loomis is searching for more of two first round picks, something similar to what the Raiders got for John Gruden 20 years ago. So that's why two first round picks is in the headline. Unlike the commenter who said, we are trying to give away more for Sean Payton. Nope. Uh, that, this is coming from the source who we have on now. And let's bring him in. Jeff Duncan, the columnist for the Times, Picayune, and NOLA.com. He's the author of Payton and Breeze, the men who built the greatest offense in history. He's been around the Saints since 1999. I don't think there's anyone more connected with what's going on with Sean Payton in this situation than Jeff. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. And I got to start off big time. Uh, with, uh, yeah, big time, Jeff. Uh, got to start off with uh, a, a question for you not related to this we typically go down to new orleans every year on our way uh to mobile alabama for the senior bowl we've hit some great restaurants but we want to know from the local the the insider here what the best one is that we need to hit up next time well it's a great question i get asked that a lot as you can imagine uh, living here i would highly recommend getting out of the quarter and getting uptown that's uh, where a lot of the best restaurants in the city are there's one I'm actually going to tonight called Clancy's that uh, is where a lot of NFL coaches, players, NBA mm. coaches, players go. It's a great New Orleans experience. It's right in the middle of a neighborhood up near Tulane University. You'd never know there's a 
five-star restaurant in the middle of this residential neighborhood. It's a great, great place to go if you're on your way to the Senior Bowl. Oh, man, that is perfect. That sounds right up there our alley. Go. Oh, Clancy's, we'll be hitting it up uh, next time we're down there. Mm-hmm. And let's let's dive in. Jeff, you had a, a great article breaking a lot of news yesterday uh, in NOLA.com. And one of the things, let's just start where the Broncos and Sean Payton stand, because one of the things you said after their interview in your article, you said that the interview with the Broncos and Texans went well, but Sean Payton was particularly impressed with the Broncos group who he met with for several hours. So can you just let us know where, where Payton is in this search, talking to other teams, but specifically where he stands with the Broncos and how he views them? Yeah, look, I, I think he's gone into this entire courtship, if you will, very open-minded. I don't think he had any preconceived notes, notions. And uh, I know that he was impressed. I talked to a lot of people close to Sean after he visited uh, with Broncos management and ownership, and he was really impressed with the thoroughness of their presentation. I think uh, how very much competitive they want to be going forward. I think they feel like they've kind of underperformed the last few years, and uh, I think they're serious about trying to get somebody to right this ship. I mean, it's a proud franchise that's used to winning at a high level and has not been able to find it for whatever reason the last few years. And they know, I'm sure, in Denver that ownership and management group knows if they bring in Sean Payton, it's going to cost a lot. I mean, draft capital and salary. But if you bring him in, he's a proven winner. There's not going to be any doubt about whether you're going to win or not. I can tell you, I covered Sean the entire time he was here. He's the best coach by far I've ever covered. He's going to win wherever he goes. If he goes to Houston, they're going to win. If he goes to Carolina, they're going to win. So that eliminates, I think, the doubt, right? I mean, D'Amico Ryans or someone like that, no question, great credentials. You don't have to pay anything to get them. But if you bring in Sean Payton, you're going to get a proven winner. So what makes this unique is, of course, uh, the potential draft capital that will have to be exchanged. Sean kind of nonchalantly the other day just said, like, yeah, it'll be like a mid to late first round pick uh, as compensation. Obviously, in your story yesterday, um, it sounded like that's, that's a little bit low. Where do you think this actually falls and where, where do you think the compensation ends up landing? Well, look, we've all, we've all been in some kind of bartering negotiation, right? <laughs> I mean, it's going to start probably with two first rounders from the saints and it eventually will come back to some, something less of that. I don't think the saints are going to get two first rounders. I really don't, unless it's Carolina, a division opponent, they may mm. have to pay an extra price to get him. I think, I think you could get Sean Payton. The Broncos, I think, could get him if they traded their first-rounder this year, that low first-rounder they got from, what was it, San Francisco? Yep. Um, yeah, San Francisco, and maybe a, a mid-round pick. I think that'll do it, and, and I think it would be well worth it. Uh, you know, I, we all get short-sighted in, in this world and start looking at the draft. Everybody gets excited. You don't have a first-round pick. It's kind of a bummer. But in the long run, you get a guy like Payton who's going to – he's going to overhaul the – if he came in there, he'd overall the entire culture, the coaching staff, uh, everyone in the building. I mean, everyone in the building would feel his impact. He's, in my opinion, he's well worth uh, whatever they have to pay to get him. You, you mentioned toward the bottom of the column that uh, he he was leaning toward just going back to Fox for another year before all this started. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh has also already pulled himself out of this race. So Broncos fans feel just a little bit spurned by, by him backing out, potentially just, just playing the game and trying to get more money from Michigan. As of now, do, do you think anything's changed there? Do, do you think it's likely that, that he's going to take a job this time around? 
Well, I think he wants to get back into coaching. I know he does, but it's got to be the right fit. And I think the impression that Broncos ownership management made on him was important. Uh, I've talked to him a lot over the years. I mean, I wrote a book with him and I can tell you, I mean, when he comes out and says ownership and management is critical, I mean, he's not bluffing. That's really the truth. He he's a confident guy as far as offensive football is concerned. Everyone kept trying to pair him up with quarterbacks and looked at the roster. Uh, he he's going to figure out how to make Russell Wilson a productive, efficient quarterback. If if Russell Wilson wasn't there, he would go get a quarterback. He, you know, he's confident in his ability to coach up quarterbacks and offensive football. So it, it's important, but it's not nearly as important as the people you're you're you know trying to win with and the resources they have to allow you to be successful. And we all know that Rob Walton and that front office, uh, you know, they may have the deep, deepest pockets in the entire NFL. <laughs> so that's going to be appealing to someone like Sean Payton, who I can tell you from over the years, I mean, he, he can drive owners and management crazy because he always wants to win. He doesn't ever want to go through a transition year. He wants to win now right away. And someone like Walton that might be able to open up purse strings more than other owners certainly is going to be attracted to him. Well, and and Jeff, you, you mentioned Russell Wilson there. Russ has reached out to Sean Payton, according to Colin, uh, Colin Coward, we found out this morning. And you got to see firsthand how... Uh, how Sean Payton was able to take Drew Brees, who, who was a good quarterback before he got to New Orleans, and make him a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Why do you believe he'd be able to to turn Sean pa- or turn Russell Wilson around after having a down year this past year? Well, I think he'd do similarly uh, what he did for Drew. I think he could do that for Russell Wilson. I think he'd have a much more quarterback friendly offense. Uh, he'd be able to eliminate a lot of the things that Russell Wilson doesn't feel comfortable with. Uh, I know that he's got to be attracted to some of the weapons that they have there in Denver. Uh, you know, Sean would bring in a really good coaching staff also offensively. I think that could help Russell Wilson as well. I mean, Sean's got a very shrewd eye for coaching talent. Uh, he can find guys in the college ranks. He attracts really good coaches. They want to coach under him. Guys like Dan Campbell go on to be head coaches, Aaron Glenn's interviewing for head coaching jobs. So they want to go coach under a guy like him. He's a Bill Parcells disciple. So, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons why Russell Wilson would want someone with his pedigree and his offensive acumen. I mean, he's always kind of idolized Drew Brees. I mean, that's been true over the years. They've been good friends and colleagues. So I'm sure he's talked to Drew about the potential of Sean coming there. And, uh, you know, the one thing I would say about Denver that I think, you know, would be something of a, if I had to say there was any kind of hesitancy, it's just because it's such a tough division you know, you know, you're going to be button heads every year with the Chiefs, uh, the Chargers eventually are going to get things worked out. I mean, I know Peyton thinks Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, and you're you're going to have to go to battle with those guys twice a year. Whereas if he goes somewhere like Houston, it's pretty much wide open to rebuild. But uh, like I said earlier, Peyton's a very confident guy. I, I don't think he's going to shy away from a challenge. You mentioned in the piece – uh, that Mickey Loomis is a guy who enjoys a negotiation, who enjoys, you know, a good deal. And you also mentioned kind of that there's an opportunity, if he didn't feel like the compensation was right, that, you know, he could shut something like this down. Do you really think that if the Broncos said, hey, we will give you the first and that's it, that the, that he would say, I would rather walk away from this and, and get no pick this year 
uh, than, you know, than trade Sean Payton for less than what I believe he's worth. Well, that's what he's saying right now. We'll see if he holds to it. Right? <laughs> you know, I think someone could call his bluff. What, what I'm curious to know, and I don't know this answer, is you know, who calls the shots from the other side? If Mickey Loomis does say that, for instance, uh, you know, is, is that Rob Walton? Is it you know, the, the general manager? Is Sean Payton? I mean, who's, who's actually negotiating with the Saints there? I assume it has to be the Broncos uh, with Sean Payton involved. And, and I just think we've never really seen anything quite like this. It's very unprecedented. A coach of Payton's pedigree who's been out a year, uh, you know, we've seen it in the past with guys like Parcells, but uh, they, they usually got right back into it right away. Uh, didn't have this kind of uh, specter hanging over them with this long-term contract. I mean, Payton's got two more years with the Saints. So even if he sits out this next year, he's still under contract and he'd be under contract all the way through the 24 season. It's a very unusual situation. It's an interesting one where like, do the Broncos then turn to Sean Payton? They're like, should we trade a third too? Like, you know, <laughs> right, right. almost using him <laughs> as <I> mean, counsel. <laughs> I don't know how the mechanizations of that work. I'm kind of intrigued by it, but I think if, they, if you know, if these guys like Rob Walton, David Tepper, I mean, they're used to winning. They're used to high stakes negotiations. Uh, they've been in, you know, big time negotiations over the years. So if they want something, they're used to getting it. And I would imagine yeah. if they want Sean Payton, they're going to go get him. Yeah, I, I agree too. I'm, I'm curious if you have any ideas about who might be a part of Sean Payton's staff, because you know, it's obviously it's Sean Payton. He has connections across the league. There's, there's a bunch of coaches who would want to work under him. And on top of that, you have an ownership group that's probably willing to pay top dollar for, for coordinators and position coaches. Are, are there any names you've heard or, or do you have any guesses about who he might bring with him? No, you know, look, I, I think some of the coaches on the Saints staff, I mean, Dan Rusher was just let go here. and uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Sean brought him in here. He's a very good coach. He's coached the offensive line. He's coached the running backs. I can see him having a spot on Sean's staff wherever he goes. I think Pete Carmichael, who's really under fire here as the offensive coordinator, I think somewhat unfairly, uh, very good offensive mind and basically like a lieutenant to Sean on that offense, a guy that could come along and kind of teach the Peyton offensive system to the, to the Broncos staff or wherever he goes. Uh, I think if he is let go here, uh, then I think he will be a, a top candidate. And I think personnel-wise, it wouldn't shock me to see Ryan Pace, the former Bears uh, general manager who's now with Atlanta, uh, go with Sean in some mm -hmm. capacity in a personnel role. And even Jeff Ireland, who's the assistant GM here, who is the head of college personnel, and Jeff Ireland is outstanding. Uh, if he goes with Sean Payton, that would be a huge loss for the New Orleans Saints. Jeff, we really appreciate all of this insight. My final one for you is you mentioned yesterday, you broke the news that Sean's searching for 20 to 25 million a year, about four year deal. And a lot of people kind of freak out about that. And we've told people, don't worry, it's not salary cap. It's not your money. It's not your money. There's, there's nothing to worry about with that. <laughs> right. But you also, I think today, brought up another really good point on top of that on Twitter. Can you just explain why the 20 to 25 isn't that crazy? Yeah, I think that's one of the big myths in all of the NFL. And, uh, you know, look, these are, are deals that really no one gets to report. It's usually just the general manager, the owner, and the head coach that, that know, and, and his agent, that know the actual uh, salary. And there's money hidden in these contracts and 
marketing deals, kind of side deals. So mm. they're very much underreported. I mean, I know for a long time, uh, people reporting that Bill Belichick's making 12, 12 and a half million with, with um, New England. He's making over $20 million a year mm. and he has been for a while. And uh, Sean's deal with the Saints was always, I think, 10, 12 million. And, and he told me himself he was making over 16 million. That was years ago. <laughs> Maybe more than that. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think that goes on across the league. Remember when Matt Rule signed with Tepper and Carolina yeah. and everybody went crazy at the price? Yeah. Well, I've talked to a number of NFL people that told me that he was not even in the top 10. And everyone thought he was <laughs> when they looked at the reported earnings. Right. But, uh, you know, those those are really uh, inaccurate, I think. Man, I hope we all find some extra money in our yeah, contracts. Like, maybe money maybe for us. a couple million. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Wouldn't it be nice if we all get a $4 million marketing deal that no one knows <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, well, thanks so much for joining us, man. This has been great. Uh, we appreciate you. And first drinks on us at Clancy's when we come through. Absolutely. Yeah, let me know. And uh, look, good luck. If you get Peyton out there, let me plug my book. Everyone out there, buy that Peyton Breeze book because you'll learn a lot about how that offense is going to run and how Sean Payton operates. It's uh, it's really, a, a, I think, a window into uh, how offensive football, modern offensive football works. You'll learn a lot, I think. And uh, I'm not saying it just because I wrote it. I mean, it, it, I got a lot of great access that uh, kind of helps illustrate modern offensive football. Well, and, and we'll drop the link to your article yesterday. We'll also drop your book in the description for everyone who's tuning in can find that easily. You're going to say we'll have to do a book club. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime. You guys get down here, just let me know. Right on. Right. Thank you so much, Jeff. All right, guys. Take care. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, guys, I, I was going to say it before this interview, and I feel even that much stronger about it now. Sean Payton's the next coach of the Denver Ooh, Broncos. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I'm there. Let's go. I, I got there last night. Then even more news this morning. Then after talking to Jeff, who he is so plugged in. I mm -hmm. mean, you weren't exaggerating mm -hmm. earlier, Ryan, when you said he is the most plugged in with Sean Payton and this stuff. Uh, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when do the Broncos bring in a second round of interviews in terms of bringing multiple people in next week? Or do they bring Sean Payton in and say... Let's show you the facility. Let's take you out to dinner. Then let's give you a hundred mil. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. Um, I think it's only a matter of time and a matter of negotiating with the saints at this point. Mm. And very important note from that, from that discussion uh, with our guy, Jeff, I thought he was going to say, yes, I think Mickey Loomis would walk ah. away from a first round pick. And he did not say that. And that I think was not, not that we're talking to Mickey himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I actually expected him to say, yes, I think he would be willing to walk away from a first round pick because he thinks he's worth a lot more than that. And the fact that he didn't say that means I think the Broncos can l say that you got this first round yeah. pick. Do you, they, yep. the saints don't have a first round pick this year, by the way. Yep. So you can have a first round pick this year, or you cannot have a first round pick this year. And you can give us the coach who won't impact you mm -hmm. at all right. this season or you cannot, I think the price is a first round pick. I think they're going to get there. Maybe there's some, yeah, some yeah. sprinkles on yeah, top, yeah. Uh, but I think this, this is going to happen, and I think that'll be about the price. I agree, but just to play devil's advocate, if, if the Broncos were to say that, then the Saints would say, okay, well, you can either have Sean Payton as your head coach, <laughs> or you can not have 
Sean Payton is your yeah. head coach. Yeah. So uh, pick a side there. And that's maybe where they come <laughs> in the true. middle and they say, okay, you get your first round pick, which is a 49ers mm-hmm. pick this year. So not the best. And then the sprinkle will be a second round pick. So it, it's going, you know, potentially a big sprinkle. It's a big but, sprinkle. But it's not. That's a cherry. Too, that's it's a, not that's too far. Okay. Well, almost let, a second scoop let, of ice cream. Let, <laughs> let's, let's talk about if it's worth it then. But first, I think Broncos country is feeling really good about the direction of the team right now. And they could feel even better if they used athletic greens mm, this morning, wow. a scoop in a little bit of water to start mm. your day is just going to make your body feeling good when your mind is feeling good. In fact, it's even going to help your mind because what athletic greens gives you is 75 vitamins, minerals, whole foods, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help get your day started right. All it is is one scoop in the morning to really kick you off and help mm. you get going. And it's less than a cup of coffee a day. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews over uh, on their website. So if you want to get in on Athletic Greens and start your day the best way possible, head to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos to get one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Check them out, athleticgreens.com slash Broncos to get that deal. And when uh, when the Broncos do get Sean Payton and the streets are flooded with Broncos fans. Everybody's going crazy. Yes, yes. There's fireworks in the street. Yes. And oh no, somebody hit you in the face with a firework. Oh my gosh. Oh, who are you going to call? Backus and Shanker. You're going to call Backus ah. and Shanker. They are the best attorneys in Colorado. And they specialize in situations just like that one. Uh, they've actually, uh, they're the experts in that sort of case. Uh, what they do is they, they will bring you in. They'll, they'll ask uh, how you got hurt, um, who hurt you, and, and if it wasn't your fault, they'll take your case on. And again, there's no fees until they win your case. No fee. So if they don't Huge. win, there's there's no fee there. You just want to go talk to them, hear what they have to say? No fee for that either. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients over the past 25-plus years in Colorado. Um they have locations that serve all of Colorado. They've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, uh, Fort Collins, and they have more than 30 lawyers on their staff. Uh, they have the strength. They have the power to win your case. Again, they, they help all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, whether it's car accidents, motorcycle accidents, rideshare accidents, pedestrians, trucks, fireworks. We can even help if you're injured at work. So call 222-2222. Again, that's 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Man, just hit a couple twos to to get yourself fixed. Two 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 <laughs> two 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 two. Uh, well, would you trade a two? Speaking of twos and a one, I mean, I was surprised that you guys were so taken aback by that. That I, that, that I think Mickey's gonna be. So it was interesting, and I really th- I really liked your point about how he wasn't as stern <coughs> in in saying Mickey's going to be that firm, but in his article yesterday. Um, he really did make the case that this may be a really hard negotiation process. And I think today we got to see how he would lean if he had to guess if it gets that direction. But what if it does come down to that? One and two. So what did the Broncos trade to the Seahawks? Two ones, two twos. Three start. Three players. And three players. And in the article, which... Knowing what I know about sports media and the way things happen, um, he wrote essentially what Mickey Loomis's take is on this, which is if the coach is going to get paid half as much as the quarterback, then they're worth half as much as the quarterback, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So if the Broncos traded two ones, two twos, and three starters, then your half could be one one and one two. And then, you know, 
maybe one starter. I don't know. Maybe it's less than that. But it is interesting to hear that that's kind of the thought on it. And to be fair, it's like a very black and white, obvious, that does add up, right? Yeah, half as does. much money, half really as much does. value. Yeah. With that being said, oh. I just, I don't think the Broncos are going to give that much up. Wow. So that's when the Broncos take a step back. They say that's too much. So when you talk about a sprinkler, are you talking like a day three pick? Yeah. I'm thinking like they start at, we want two ones. And the Broncos are like, we can't do that. Um, they put on Colin Coward and, and Sean. And Sean's <laughs> saying it's one. They're like, no, no, no. We'll give you this. Right, right. It's like, okay, look, we have a lot of team needs here. We, we you know, mm-hmm. we'd love to f- fill this coaching position. We can't do one. I think then it goes to a two. Still no. I think when the conversation gets going to, you know, potentially happening is a three. Um, the Broncos can say, okay, we have two threes this year. Um, are we really going to say no to our coach based off of a third round pick that we have ready to go this year? We'll still have a, a pick in mm-hmm. the third. I think that would, that's where the Broncos would actually bend, but I don't know if that's actually where it ends up. Um, I think it, it's there or lower for this deal to actually get done. Okay. The it, twist though, is that you're not trading for an active coach. You know, you compare it to the Deshaun Watson trade, but it's it, Sean Payton wasn't playing this year. He's not going back to the Saints if they don't trade him. And so if you're going to compare it to a quarterback trade, Brett Favre, who was retired from the Packers and then got traded, and what did the Packers get for Brett Favre? It was a fourth-round pick, but wow. if he played in 50% of the snaps, it turned to a third. If it was 70%, it changed to a second. And if he made the playoffs, it changed to a first. How old was and Brett he Favre? He made the playoffs. Uh yes. Oh wait wait wait. No, that's seventy. It was second if it's seventy percent and they go to the playoffs. Eighty percent if he plays eighty percent and they go to the Super Bowl. Then Win. it's a first. Then it goes to a first. How old? And they yes. went to the NFC Championship, right? No, because it went to the Jets. Oh. Because they, then there was the poison pill in there where if they then traded him to the Vikings, they owed the Packers three first round picks because they said he can't do that. And then after his contract expires, I believe that's when he signed with the Vikings. I think the Broncos, wow. the Broncos might, throw, what a deal. The Broncos <laughs> what a might deal. throw that out there, and the Saints would say, huge difference, because Sean Payton can coach the next 20 years. Yep. How old was Brett Favre then? He had played 16 seasons. Yeah, so Probably I mean, you're, you're just getting a, a one, two, three years at most, especially yeah. at that time. So I think the Saints would laugh that one off. And yeah. say, God, no, I would love but, to just, I want to be in this, especially in this room. Mickey Loomis, who's this, you know, he likes a deal. He likes to be on the right side of deals. So he's a hard-nosed negotiator. Plus, with the CEO and chairman of Walmart, I mean, you're talking about guys that like good deals. There's a reason why they're so wealthy is they mm-hmm. always get on the right side of deals. That'd be an incredible negotiation. And then there's never Sean been a Payton more in the middle. There's never been a more like rich old white guy thing than like this guy loves a yeah, loves yeah. a good deal. It's so true. <laughs> loves a good negotiation. Just to out, get to the table. Check out mm-hmm. Elway Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, but the other crazy part is that it probably is Sean Payton negotiating this. Like, like he he is going to be the man who would definitely be negotiating this trade after. <laughs> is he going to say, coach. I wouldn't trade two ones for me? That's the thing, though. Is it, so it's like then the owners go back to him and say, like, well, they say we need two first. Are you worth it? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and then yes, what's, I'm worth it. What's so funny there is Sean, he sees 20, $25 million contract. He's like, I need this deal to go through. And then the Saints are like, well, then you're not going to have a first-round pick this year or next year on the team that you're going to be coaching. He's like, whoa, 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 maybe not. But then he's like, 
well, I want $25 million, so so do it. I mean, it's but such he, an interesting place to be. No one knows Mickey Loomis better than him. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's probably sitting there saying, like, no, trust me. Offer the third, and <laughs> right, we'll right, get the right. deal. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's right, such right. a weird yeah. three-party yeah. negotiation. Um, it'll be really interesting to see where it lands. I wonder if that ever came up, like, when everything was going well, like, Five years ago when Sean Payton was with the Saints, you know, they're like out on the golf course having a couple beers. And Sean was just like, huh, I wonder what my trade value would be. <laughs> and I wonder if like there's a small chance that they had that conversation. Wow. Small chance. You know, trading for Jameis Winston. It's like at the time, it's like, yeah, or no, they sign him. It doesn't matter. Man, point is, it could have come up. That conversation would probably be really bad for Sean Payton now because Mick would be like, I, I, I could probably yeah. get a second and a, a first for you. And Sean's like, whoa, you could get three firsts for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now Mickey's like, well, I'm asking for three firsts. You said it on the golf course. I think uh. it would be a weird thing to say to someone like, would you guys trade me for a right, first right, round? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true. And uh, there's more than just what, what Jeff. Jeff was the first one on this yesterday. But then a couple hours later, Mike Kliss came out with an article with just so much information in it, including potentially bringing in guys for second interviews next week. He said anywhere from one to three. He said Sean Payton, Dan Quinn are now the one and twos with Jim Harbaugh out. He also threw David Shaw in there as kind of a dark horse. So if it's Vic going Lombardi to be, also dropped a little David Shaw breadcrumb today. And mm. that's kind of, you know, he David Shaw's picking up some steam. Yep. Not a surprise. We talked about him, how he could be a legitimate player. Uh, and on top of that, so that, that's kind of your one to three guys. Um, but Mike also reiterated just how much the Broncos liked Sean Payton uh, and how it could be going that way. The interview went well that he said there's um, mutual interest in both teams. And another thing about this, could Payton be bad news for Payton? Could Sean Payton yes. be bad news for George oh. Payton? We All George Payton gets is bad news these days. And holy cow, was he maybe given the worst blow yes. yesterday? Yes. We found out from, from Mike that jo George Payton has been in these interviews. He's been mm -hmm. on, and, and every single one of the first interviews has been Condoleezza Rice, George Payton, and Greg Penner in these interviews. When and if they bring guys in for a second round of interviews next week, even if it's just one to finalize, it's going to be Greg, Greg, Greg Penner, uh, his wife, Carrie Walton Penner, and Rob Walton. Yep. Have Great, you uh, really, really quick? Not only is George Payton not going to be in it, but as Mike Kliss reported yesterday, George Payton's going to be there after to answer follow up questions and to give tours of the facility. Do you ever remember being a kid and you hear your parents talking in like the kitchen or something? They're talking, it's kind of like a, a low whisper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you walk in there and then they both look at yeah, you and they yeah, go, yeah. hey, why don't you go play Xbox? <laughs> That's what the Broncos just did to Greg, oh, uh, to man. George Payton. Man, they literally told him, "Hey, why don't you uh, go to your go play in your room?" Or uh, is your, are your friends home? There's some corners to scout, right? Yeah, that, they really did that to him, and it's so like George Payton's not dumb. He knows what's yeah. happening too. They're gonna ask Sean Payton. Yeah. Do you want him or not? We don't care. Jeff told us multiple candidates that uh, Sean would be willing to bring in as general manager. <clears throat> and to be honest, Sean Payton is going to say, no, I don't want him. Right. And that's why I said, like, George Payton only gets bad news these days. He's just True. waiting to be fired. The only way that he survives is if the Broncos don't get their top choice for coach. It's really true. It's I'm, really true. I'm 90% sure that uh, Mike Kliss changed what he wrote in the story. 
Oh. Really? Yes, I am 90% sure. Oh. Because I I I'm tr- I want to find it to be totally sure, but I could swear he specifically said despite media speculation, George Payton will be back with with the Broncos next season. I believe that part is now removed. It is now removed. It is now removed. So but the and bad news um, gets worse. But, but again, I was just like waiting. It's like, oh, Ryan's doing his thing. Like he, that's the media speculation that Peyton's gonna get fired. And then I go to look, and it's like, oh, he took that out, and now it says, uh, um, it still says what I said, right? Um, about how he won't be in in the oh, interviews. I I haven't double checked that part, but I'm pretty sure it says although his seat has warmed, and I'm trying to find yep, this line that was again. The wording. Yep. Although his seat has warmed, he is expected to be back as the Broncos' general manager. Um, regardless of who Penner ultimately decides to hire as head coach. But again, that is... Absolutely not. I mean, the fact that they changed it, all of a sudden, I do start to agree with you. Yeah, what's... uh, Sean Payton's going to say, yeah, Jeff Ireland, he's the assistant GM, promote him to GM, boom, 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 let's go. Yeah, and and, and maybe in a a way that, that Mike could be right about this is, will they fire George Payton an hour after hiring Sean Payton? No, probably not. Could Could it be the next week? Yeah, but... What will probably happen is they'll wait until after the draft, and George Payton will give Sean Payton all of his draft information. Sean Payton will probably be the one that makes the picks, and then you move on from George Payton. Then he brings in his guy. So We can't do three Paytons. We uh, just can't. Why not? You cannot do anytime you say Payton, no one knows what you're talking about. Wow. Okay, and before Sean Payton got (laughs) in the mix, I was dead set that if you said Payton in this town, people are thinking Payton Manning. Uh, didn't we have this conversation? You thought it was George Payton? I didn't think that. I just one time responded to you <laughs> thinking you were talking about George Payton. And I took it and blew it up. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, now, if it's Sean Payton, though, after a year... The head then, coach? Uh, yeah, then I think it may be Sean. So we can't do it, so it's all going to work itself out. Wow. wow. It reminds me of uh, the the Houston Rockets because they have two players who are named... Oh, what is it? I can't find something it. green. I think it's Jalen Green. Yeah, I think they have two players named Jalen Green, and they're both like wow. good players. Wow. Yeah, and which like you just can't do it. There's two Connor McGoverns in the NFL. <laughs> that you, you, is, that is also wild. weird. And the Broncos were potentially and they both play guard. One. Yes, they do. <laughs> I think they might have cut one of the Jalen Greens. Oh no, that had to be recent. Tough. That's not the point of this podcast, though. There can only be so many greens. Um. Yeah. Anyways. It's it's bad. It's tough out there for George Payton right now. And I, like I said, I know he's a smart guy, so he knows what's up. Um, and there's not nothing he can really do. No, no, there's really not. And that's just what I'm glad that they're taking him out of some of the interviews in order to get just a true, honest assessment. Because we talked about just how awkward this is. A year ago, two years ago, we talked about how awkward it was that Vic Fangio was going to hire the guy that was eventually going to fire him. It turns out it was just a year later that he was fired. So I do think it's good to have a football guy in these meetings for some of them, but especially when you're hiring the guy that's eventually going to be above him, it's good to have some separation there. So I do Mm -hmm. think as awkward as it is and as unfortunate as for George, this is the right way to play it for the Broncos. And while I I think George Payton is actually – pretty good at at least part of his job it's no like the there's no way that this ownership group has like love for him no 
No. J- mm-hmm. Just like uh, they didn't for Nathaniel Hackett because mm-hmm. they were here when they got here. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Mile High Report. They, uh, they, they wrote a story about the Mike Kliss story. <laughs> Apparently in the first hour or so after it was published, and they did include the line, contrary to some media speculation, George Payton is returning as the Broncos' general manager, regardless of who Penner ultimately decides to hire as head coach. And then again, the updated version says, although George Payton's seat has warmed following the Broncos' disappointing 5-12 and season, he's expected to return as the Broncos' general manager, regardless of who Penner ultimately decides to hire as head coach. So... Uh, <laughs> So the change in wording is basically just will to expected to. Yeah, right. it goes right. from a hundred percent to better than fifty percent. Yeah, uh, not good for George no. Payton. Uh, but if you want something good this weekend, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, oh, where you, you so many can bet on. I did have some because we have so many good partners. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. If you want to be happy, just really check out any of our partners. And DraftKings Sportsbook will make you happy, regardless of what happens in these games. You bet five dollars on any NFL game this weekend, you get two hundred dollars in the free ante. bets. They did fifty extra dollars yeah. in free bets by signing up for DraftKings Sportsbook and using the code DNVR this weekend. Place a five dollar bet on any NFL game. 200 free dollars in your account. I can't wait to talk playoff ball tomorrow, guys. We're going to dive into that, give our picks, and then you can use that free money, roll with us, or you say, Zach was stupid for thinking the Bucks were going to win. I'm going to pick against him uh, this coming yes. week, and maybe you make your money that way. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this. And DNVR, if you want to bet on Sean Payton, you feel it's going that way, you can place a bet on that as well. So use that promo code DNVR. Make sure to see our show notes for details. Eligibility restrictions apply, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, if DraftKings, I think sometimes they listen to our reads, if you're listening, David Shaw deserves better than ten to one odds to uh, to be the Broncos head coach. Don't talk to them. Talk to the oh, talk to the listeners and say, "Hey, take oh, the ten yes, to one." Yes, yes, because I bet fifteen to one. It's up to ten to one. I feel like I deserve four to one in a cash out opportunity. Uh, <laughs> Just, uh, you know, <coughs> throwing that out there. Okay, so I have Nikola Jokic to win MVP at plus nine hundred. <laughs> He is now minus 110. That is insane. And they're yeah. not even offering me a cash out on that. So I think you're a long ways away <laughs> from know. a cash you out. Know why By the way, I would not take the cash out. Uh, no. No, no. Because, I mean, just how quickly he's dropped is insane. Yeah. I mean, one month going from, like, plus 1,500 and slash plus 2,000 to now he's minus 110. you got to be kidding me. Uh, also, like, mm-hmm. some people are talking about some crazy odds. Like, I've, I look at this every day. It's, like, mm-hmm. a fun thing for me. Some people are like, yeah, I got this at plus 2,400. I'm like... I don't think that was ever. <laughs> Did you use like 100% profit boost on it or something? They, crazy. They, actually, they placed that bet four years ago. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's but. incredible. Like the, the basketball reference tracker now says 70% chance Jokic is MVP. That's Second insane. best, Luka Doncic. Seven and a half percent. Yeah. That is insane that one person is 70% for the MVP in the entire league and the field is 30. And, the, and there's months to go. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. It's, he's just also, incredible. Little DraftKings hack. Last night, they were giving out 30% live profit boost for NBA. When you're at a game, you hold such yes. an advantage on live betting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you'll you notice with, right. y- if you're watching a game on TV, you'll see the odds change. You're like, what's going on here? And then two seconds later, something happens yep. on the TV. Especially exactly. if you're streaming it, you're yeah. even like two plays behind. Yep. Bro, I sat there and I just had my bet ready. <laughs> yep. And I literally waited for a shot to go through. And right as it went through, I bet. And like I got I got mm-hmm. slightly better odds because the Nuggets, yep. I essentially yep. bet them down seven, but they were really only down five when I pressed the oh, button. What did man. you, uh, what, what was your odds? Uh, with the 
boost, I got plus 123. Okay. With the boost, I got a little over plus 200. Nice. I yeah. timed it perfectly. When did you bet? Because um, I did it in the first half still. It, no, I was I was yeah. toward the end of the third quarter. Okay, yeah. It might have even been into the fourth quarter. I also I think hit it was. Jokic triple-double, Jokic over ah, 25 and a half points, Jokic over nine and a half assists. It's just like you just... If you see Jokic, just bet it, and you're going to have a pretty good He's record. He's incredible. There, there's no BS at DraftKings Sportsbook, but there is some BS. You both at the Nuggets game last night on what appeared to be free tickets. Mm-hmm. Wow. And your boy's just sitting here. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Once we get the DNVR suite... Yes. Uh, then Little. I might be invited. <coughs> oh, play your cards right. <laughs> hey, if there was more tickets, you would have been invited. <laughs> but Henry had already said he wanted to yeah, go. I had fair, said on the fair. podcast. No, I understand. I understand. I'm just a little uh-huh. heartbroken. No, good. I have yeah. to say, huge be. shout out to our game. friends at Gondola and Fresh Tape yes. Media. I've ne- I was sitting in the penalty box. Yeah. The a- the, for the Avs, like, the, I could see the door. That is. Wow. Insane. Did you open it? It, it's like locked with a screw and everything when that's they're not using garbage. it. I mean, that, someone, maybe that's even when they're using it. I don't trust those hockey players to not just leave. So I'm going to have to hit up our guy Jared over there and get those tickets again because someone after I left sent me the best idea ever, which was you should leave a little note for the next player that's in there. Oh, oh that God, is so that good. Is, I was like, how did I not so think good. of this? That a little is so like good. a candy too or something, a little mint. Yeah. Wow. I, was just gonna, <laughs> I was thinking like, what if I did like DM me for a prize? Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Would their prize be they get to join us on this show? Congratulations. You have won an appearance on oh, the DMVR Broncos goodness. podcast. That is incredible. Okay. I th- mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it would be. You know, that would I've be. got one more Jokic thing to say, yeah. even though this is not a Jokic podcast. He turns 28 in a few weeks. Wow. Just throwing this out there, notable NBA players who won their first title at 28. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaq. Mm. You know, pretty good. Th- there's there's a couple yeah. who uh, he could be joining <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or they could be joining his company. Mm. They could be. They I could don't be. think anyone had three MVPs by 28, I'm guessing. There wow. are... I think Wilt, oh, who won his first title at 31, I believe. But he already had three MVPs? I believe he did. I feel like wow. for the most part, in any basketball conversation when it comes to stats, Wilt's just, you put him on the side. Well, yeah, yeah. I Except agree. Except Jokic, for, in some of these ways, is <laughs> know, joining the conversation. I know, but him, it should just wild. be the Jokic conversation. The Wilt, yeah. Yeah. Wilt yeah. yeah, first title was 31. Wow. Just Henry, Henry's get got this it all out mapped there. out. Just throwing it out there. Steph did get title at 27. KD's first was 28. I think he. I think he's making an argument to be on the Nuggets show. He wants to leave RB. I have a rant he if wants, they need me. He wants to see what winning Speaking looks like. Speaking of, wow. I actually am getting a buyout on my Nuggets to win the title. Oh. Uh, wow. What did you get in? Uh, I got in at plus 1800. Okay. And uh, I hate to do this because we've talked a long time, I but this I do want to pay too this long off. Without Broncos. Well, a, 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 as you're, why don't you Broncos. tell us about Broncos? There we go. If you like the Broncos, you like the Nuggets, you like things that have the logos of those two teams on them, then Foco is the place for you. They put logos on all sorts of stuff. If you want like a Santa hat, if you want sandals, if you want. Uh, the the blanket thing. We always talk about the blanket thing with the sleeves. Um, a sign that says Broncos fans parking only. Mm. They have all sorts of the memorabilia that are just staples in sports culture. Yeah. Like that is what being a sports fan is about is just having things of the team that you like with the logo on it. It's like true. that's what it's all about. And nobody does a better job than Foco. They are a Colorado company. And if you use the code DMVR, you can get 10% off all non-presale items. So much cool stuff. Definitely go check it out. Tumblers, tote bags, collectibles, 
fan gear. Um, just just awesome stuff. Stanley Cup toting bobbleheads. It says touting. I guess that works too. Yeah, they're touting the Stanley Cup. Toting would be a little bit more literal. They're yeah, because touting is like I'm bragging about it. But I guess if you're holding it, you kind of are. But yeah, Foco, 10% off. If, uh, the link in the description for the podcast and on YouTube, all that stuff. So Nuggets have gone from plus 1,800 to plus 800. I know. I need uh, to make another bet. You and that's fourth. That's four. uh, of course not. Of course not. I don't make these bets to win a little. That's very true. You're in it for the 1,800, baby. Yeah, exactly. You're in it for the 1,800. And we're talking about uh, great opportunities. Guys, I think D'Amico Ryans could be a great opportunity let's talk about him Let, let's dive in let's give three minutes to break down exactly who D'Amico Ryans is let's get that three minutes on the clock mind if I start please do D'Amico Ryans let me start off with <coughs> roll tide baby an all-american <laughs> player at the University of Alabama he was a second round draft pick in the NFL in 2006 had a great career played for 10 seasons in the NFL took one season off after finishing and then began his coaching career with the San Francisco 49ers in 2017 as a quality control coach on the defensive side. Then he became his own position coach in 2018 for three seasons. He was the San Francisco 49ers linebackers coach, and boy, have the 49ers had some excellent linebackers there he's, wor he's worked with. And then the past two seasons, he's been the 49ers defensive coordinator, and not only is he viewed as a fantastic defensive mind, but respected and someone that everyone thinks is going to be able to come into a building and just command respect from everyone he's loved by his players he's loved in the organization he was one of the hottest head coaching candidates last year decided to go back with the 49ers and now he's on the market again the broncos are interviewing him on thursday this is a big one right here it totally is it totally is and i think that the best way to put this in perspective is to to think about the broncos offense this season how bad was the broncos offense this season that's basically how bad other teams' offenses have been against the 49ers' defense. Wow. Yes. Yeah, the 49ers point. are the best defense in the NFL in terms of yards per game. They give up 300 yards per game. Um, they're, they're the best defense in the NFL in the regular season in points per game. 16.3 points per game. What did the Broncos finish with? Like 15.6 or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah. It's about the same thing. Yeah. That is a big part of the reason people are so excited. There's all the intangibles. Um, but you wonder just how hands-on he would be with the Broncos' defense. Right. You know, the, the, the fact that he's carrying the 49ers with their third quarterback to this point is impressive. But would they flip from a 3-4 to a 4-3? Would he be the CEO type who brings in a defensive coordinator who probably wouldn't have worked with him if he runs a 4-3 to, to run the defense? Who really knows? There's some questions about that stuff. But the, the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, Benjamin Solak put out a incredible article, yeah. uh, thousands and thousands of words. In fact, so many words that I can't find the quote that I'm trying to find in it. <laughs> oh, sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this: I'll say the quote. I just can't find who it's attributed to anymore. Was it edited? Um, it could have been oh, edited out. Boy. But he tweeted it out with this quote: "D'Amico Ryan's, I would literally die for him." Whoa! Uh, uh, you know that's one of his former teammates, players, coaches. And then also uh, someone else said, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if D'Amico became president. 
Like, wow. These are the types of things oh, okay. that people say about this guy. That would be a surprise. And, <laughs> I mean, does that fit with what the Broncos are looking for? Like, yeah, obviously, exactly. a, a football genius, an expert with that, but more than just a football guy. And that's why he could blow away the Broncos uh, in the Bay Area this week. <laughs> I looked mm-hmm. through that article, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the three minutes. And, guys, I, I've kind of mentioned this in the past. He reminds me of potentially the next Mike Vrabel. Like Could a be. guy that's going to be so respected, he's going to have the the uh, command and attention of everyone in the facility, from people above him to all of the players. He's a defensive guy, but Henry, I don't think he's coming in and calling the plays. Like you mm-hmm. said, I, I think he's really going to be more of that CEO type uh, and just that excellent leader. And holy cow, I think that Mike Rabel should be in the conversation pretty much every year he's been the coach mm-hmm. for head coach of the year, just for what he has done. If you can get something like that, oh my goodness, it, D'Amico Ryan's is a guy. And yes, he's a first-time head coach. And that's mm-hmm. something that scares the hell out of people. And I understand why. The Broncos' last three coaches have all been first-time head coaches and haven't panned out. But if anyone's going to know how to be a first-time coach, isn't it a guy that's been around Kyle Shanahan for the last many seasons and a guy that's been a player in a building for 10 seasons in the NFL? I don't think there'd be very many learning curves in terms of, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting this to happen in a season. I wasn't expecting this dynamic with a coach and a player. I think he would be very well-equipped, probably as well as anyone for being a first-time head coach. And I I agree. I don't think he would run the defense, but I do think it's interesting to think about what it would look like if he did flip over to a 4-3 because Randy Gregory obviously fits. You know, you play him at defensive right. end. That's a position that he's played for a lot of his career. That would fit pretty well. The the three linebackers, assuming you bring back Alex Singleton, that Josie Jewell, Alex Singleton, Jonas Griffith combination, I could kind of get behind that. I, I kind of like what that looks like. And then you throw in Baron Browning, who, mm. when I first thought about this, thought like, ah, he's not really a great fit. Maybe he's a situational pass rusher. In that 4-3 defense, he might fit pretty well as an outside linebacker, you know, because there's so much time yeah. he lines up on the yeah. line of scrimmage anyway. They would almost be in that Micah Parsons type of role, which could use him in a way where he gets to kind of blend the experience from the last couple of years and, and kind of get the best of both worlds. You would kind of have too many numbers there. You know, Jonathan Cooper, Jacob Martin, Nick Benito, like maybe keep Nick Benito in and try to rotate him in on passing downs. Maybe move those other two. Who are your defensive linemen? Do you start to think about bringing back Draymond Jones? Is he an inside guy, outside guy? But, but the more I think about it, the more I think the pieces might fit pretty well. Although I still agree that probably isn't the way it could go. I, I think I could get behind it. Yeah. It was Bo Allen, former teammate of D'Amico oh. Ryans, who said I would literally die for him. Wow. Okay. Wow. I just, the president thing, I don't know. Well, if you think about it, if he became president, then he could get Bo Allen to be part of his secret service. Then he would have to literally die for him. <laughs> wow. Whoa. It's all going to come full so circle. So Bo Allen said that with this in mind. Yes. Getting a job as a secret exactly. service. Exactly. Wow. Bo was really, maybe the Broncos should hire him. Because <laughs> if he's this good at seeing things he's in the future, he would know what like the next best quarterback is. I just is. don't think you can take a single person who, like, unless they are well on their way like in government and say, like, I, th- I would not be surprised if they're president. Like, like, even like think about the smartest person you know. You you think like he Zach. should be president? Oh, stop! You you would still think like, no, like odds are 
odds are this guy is not going to be president of the United States. Man, there are some people that you talk to like in this industry where there's some extremely smart people. I think it's funny that you think you have to be smart to be president of the United States. Well, that's a good point. (laughs) There's a road we could go down. Yeah, maybe he just meant he's very convincing. (laughs) Yeah. Still, like, it's one in 350 million. Like, you got to at least be like, oh, wow. This This would make Hank the most uh, heated. He's Part like, that's just, I can't believe that person said something that wasn't entirely true. I just, I mean, I, I think he, if he's going a little too far there, I'm not sure if I trust that guy. But that's not D'Amico, right? He didn't say that about, what if he said that about himself? He's actually surpassed CEO type. He's president type. Yeah, it's really true. D'Amico's like, Oof. I could see D'Amico being president of the United States one day. Could you imagine if he said that to Rob Walton? Right. <laughs> wow. So, there we go. Like, um, what are the betting odds? Stop. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Tomiko Ryan's would. I think he's gonna blow the Broncos away in the yeah. in the interview, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just gonna like. <clears throat> they're gonna be a, if that happens. There's gonna be a conversation. It says we can hire Tomiko Ryan's for free. That's not really for free, cool. but yeah, for. No compensation. Plus, also, the money you're going to be paying him is way less than what you're paying someone else. Now, I don't think they care about that, but, Ryan, I think the what you're going to have to give up for the Saints, it should be talked about. Okay, we can get this guy. for We get mm-hmm. to keep all of our draft picks, or we have to give some up to get this other guy. I do love this comment. How many Zacks would it take to be president? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. So <laughs> like, what are the odds of one of them just... Again, it's one in three hundred fifty million. Oh, if, so if you if you just load the deck with a hundred million Zacks running around America, does one wind up? Think being about president? it. Zach has like a very presidential resume. Like <laughs> wow, like Scout about to the marry Browns. his high school sweetheart. <laughs> Great story for for the presidential campaign. Uh, you know, like top of his class uh, at a prestigious <laughs> university. Worked with you two. <laughs> yeah, there has you a go. podcast. <laughs> Banger podcast. Oh, man. But I don't know. <laughs> Several thousand followers uh, on on Twitter. Ryan says sometimes I take things too far. Would people, uh, you know, dig into that and pull some no. clips of me saying that's some, true? Uh, yeah. Spicy <laughs> imagine, imagine breaking out the spicy in a presidential mm, speech. Yes. <laughs> I, I would pay good money to see the clips of this podcast that the person running against Zach would pull with a dark at, like dark music behind yeah. it. I was in a, I was in a very serious meeting with the at, at UN headquarters with the heads of fifteen nations. Not gonna lie, things got spicy. <laughs> oh, I just want to see like. Zach Stevens believes Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was never really that good. Oh, it's like playing no. in Green Bay. Right, right. Can you trust him? I do have some news, guys. I would like to announce my bid oh. to be on this podcast tomorrow. Okay. Oh. Well, you, okay. Uh, I'm in I, the running? Yeah. You're okay. in, yeah in, the running. in the running. In the running. Sure. And by the way, shout out to our guy, Cody, uh, who just keeps hitting us with uh, the the chance for people to smash us with the thumbs up. Yep. So really appreciate that, Cody. And everyone, hit us with a thumbs up if you're tuning in. We would really appreciate it. It would help my campaign a lot. I was going to say, every yeah. thumbs up yeah. is a vote for Zach Stevens to be president. Man. Oh, I thought just to be back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. wow. actually, yes. Yeah. If we don't hit 100 thumbs up, Uh-oh. Zach can't be on the pod tomorrow. 18 away. Whoa. Please, <laughs> please. The track record's in my favor. We've hit it the past yeah. few days with flying colors. So, oh, no. Are we having people thumbs down now? Oh, 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 that'd be something. How many, how many likes do we need on a podcast to get you to submit like the paperwork to run for president? Mm, probably not as many as you think. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, how long? How much paperwork do you think that is? Oh, I like have paper. No idea. <laughs> I have no idea how to like, sign up. I applied president. to Arizona State when I was a senior <laughs> in high school because you didn't have to write an oh, essay. Oh yeah. Oh, that because they just say such yes. A huge thing. Yeah. <laughs> they just I was say like, yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> you get to that point in the and then you're like, ah, essay. No, no thanks. Or you get to that point where it's like, give us five two hundred word answers and you're like. Do I really want to go here? <laughs> Realize this decision is about the next four years of my life, but <laughs> right. the next four minutes yep, yep, seem yep. pretty uh, good right now. Ad <laughs> games waiting over there. Yeah, no, thank you. So I assume that you have to at least write an essay. Oh man, do people do people really want to read essays? No, who even people? reads this stuff? Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know. That is kind of the thing. It's like, who are you submitting this to? I bet we have someone who like works who, with uh, campaigns who can uh, let us probably. know in the comments. I do think the 2028 uh, election, you would be eligible. 2020? Oh, you're right. I couldn't even do 2024. No. no. Yeah. If, if Don't show, have to worry about that. Gotta be 35. Gotta be 35. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Damn, okay, that so, sucks that you're going to be 35 by the next election. Uh, well, there's one I, in between. I won't be. The next one after that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I have that one in between. It does It does yeah. suck a couple elections yeah, from now. Yeah, yeah. 35. So I won't worry about this for another four years. Then we can talk about All right, it. Okay, cool. Yeah, good. Well, we'll circle back. Yeah. Uh, some questions? Yeah. Speaking of the people, shall we talk to them? Jump into the questions. And we got some coming in on the website, as we always do. And some people have been hitting me up wondering how they get their questions right on this. You can leave us a super chat in the live, or you can go to thednvr.com. And at the top of the screen, there's a tab. You click that, click on the podcast, click on Broncos podcast. It pulls up all of our podcasts. At the top of the page, you click on the one that's right there because that's the most recent one. You scroll to the bottom, and you can leave your questions, and we're doing that right now. But you got to be a diehard. You got to be a diehard, exactly. And the first one, first diehard coming in from Arvada Luke says, Hi, friends. If the ownership wants to make a splash, how big uh, can the splash be hiring a head coach? alone how much of the splash do you think filling out the assistance can make do you have anyone who would be a huge hire on the offensive assistant side yes so oh. i mean greg roman stepped away from the ravens today Ooh, he would yeah. be incredible he doesn't have any sean payton ties <laughs> but both have the west coast background so you'd think it'd be pretty simple yep. i mean greg roman is an awesome coach uh, he, he was at stanford obviously we've talked about i think yeah. we've touched on it at some point but could also be a candidate with David Shaw. Yeah. I think he was the tight ends coach when David Shaw was offensive coordinator there, then left with Harbaugh. The Harbaugh tie would have been the one that you really jump into. But again, it's the the West Coast background. Greg Rowan has the experience with Colin Kaepernick and Lamar Jackson. What happens when you give him Russell Wilson, I think, good things. They reported that um, Lamar Jackson will be involved in the search for the next Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinator. I think it was Shefty who said that. He doesn't even have a contract, though. Yeah, I think no, that, no, they're begging him to sign a contract. That's exactly yeah. what it is. I think it's like, no, please. Lamar, don't. We, please. We, we actually think you may leave now. Uh, <laughs> don't. We'll give you this. We'll power. fire Greg Roman. Does he think that was part of it? Yes. I would think so. I think if Lamar yes. wanted Greg back, Greg would be back. Or we'll push, we'll yeah. open the door for him mm-hmm. to leave. Yep. By the way, uh, uh, some breaking news again. I'll be back tomorrow. Let's you go. guys wow. may hate it, but I'm happy about it. So thank you all so much. If, yeah, you're looking happy. for another name, though. I know Joe Lombardi isn't a hot name at the moment, um, but he did spend 12 years as an offensive assistant and quarterbacks coach under Sean Payton. So that would be a name to watch. That the is. thing is, if you hire Sean Payton, that's the splash, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Then on the yes. defensive side of the ball, what are you looking at? Um, Vic Fangio is a name that was yeah. mentioned. Oh, that oh, would be a splash, oh, straight yeah, up. Adam, Adam Zimmer's probably due for a, a defensive coordinator job. He was assistant linebackers coach for three years. 
under Peyton. Also, I honestly thought Mike Zimmer might just be involved. There might he, be a chance. Uh, there's a reason Mike has... He's not official at CU yet, nope. right? There's a reason for that. Yeah. Interesting. Also, uh, <laughs> this is the way off the board one. 2008, defensive line coach for the New Orleans Saints, Ed Ogeron. Oh, oh my let's goodness. Go. That would be incredible. It would be fun. That would be so much... I got one, too, that uh, could be very realistic. Mike Munchak. Make him your offensive Ooh, line yep. coach. Pay him Please. a ton of money. Broncos can do what it. What did he do this last year? Um, He just hung out in Denver. Chill. He's still here. He should come on the show. Yeah, let's have him on. Yeah. Sweet. Mike Mallory, also special teams coordinator for the Broncos, but then was promoted when Dwayne Stukes got fired. He was assistant special teams coach for uh, the Saints for five years. Makes a lot of sense. There's another one. Nash Connections. Nash Bronco says, hi, boys. I'm sure the topic today has something to do with George Payton not really being involved in the second round of coaching interviews. This is puzzling to me. If this means he's on his way out, who the hell are the Broncos going to get that's better than him? The timing of all this is wrong to me, unless they know Sean Payton is taking the job and wants to hire his own GM. It certainly is trending in that direction. And as we heard from Jeff, there's plenty of people that Sean would be interested in and bringing in. In a vacuum, it's weird to not have him in there. But it's pretty obvious why. It's because they want to ask the coach about George Payton and what they yeah. think of him. You're not gonna you're not gonna do it with him in the room. And so I don't I, I I'm not too surprised that it's happening. Like oh. it just makes too much sense. Cause the other way to do it is, hey George, can you leave the room for a couple minutes? And that's a kind of what it is. It's like, George, wait outside. You're gonna be involved with like talking to him. We're gonna walk around facilities. He might even go out to dinner with him. But in terms of the actual interview, there's, there's questions that need to be asked about George Payton. It's got to suck just, like, knowing that people are going to be talking about oh, you behind yeah. your oh, back. Oh, yeah. Like, you assume that people are talking about yep. you behind your back, you know. But knowing... Wait, what do you say? Oh, yeah. I just feel like say? everyone <laughs> has someone talking about them behind <laughs> yeah. their back yeah, at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. Um, anyways. That's why but, I'm but not But knowing specifically GM. within, like, a four-hour... Right, you're like, oh, cool, they're talking about me right now. Okay, Great. so yeah. what would be worse, though not being in the interview and know at some point they're talking about you or be in the interview for the first three hours. And then they're like, George, we're going to ask you to step out now. Could you and go then, get us some coffee? And then knowing that they're talking about you at that moment. I know. I love that. Like they have the three second round interviews or whatever it's going to be. And like at the same point in all of them, it's like, oh, ran out of coffee. Hey, George, you mind uh, going to get another pot of coffee? George not is like, good. no, I just, I just poured this cup. You can have it. And they're like, ah, oh, no, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want that cup. George gets out there and it's like, oh, the, the coffee pot is somehow empty again and I've <laughs> got to go to the one in the other building and take another 10 minutes. The count says we've never seen a player like Joker. Who is the oh, current yes. Broncos version of Jokic? There is Are not there any one. Broncos that could be used, uh, that could be as singularly dominant? What stat line would they need to have every game to be as unique? Love the count. There is one player... I feel confident in saying this in sports history. That's like Jokic and it's Peyton Manning. Oh, in sports history. Yep. What about Wayne Gretzky? <sighs> I don't know enough true. about like what, how much of his was pure talent versus like n thinking the game. Oh, what gotcha. I mean about gotcha. that is yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokic dominates every night by understanding basketball more than you do. Yeah. Uh, and I mean you as in, everyone uh yeah, and Peyton and Manning was yeah. the same way like he would outthink you around every corner no matter what you did yep. he had a counter to that yeah. and so Jokic just sits there and just picks teams apart no matter what you do he knows how to beat it I think Peyton and Jokic are the only two that really mm -hmm. 
were that dominant on the mental side. And I don't want to put this pressure on him, but when we're talking about knowing the game from a mental side and also being mm -hmm. a damn good player, mm -hmm. just comparing it to this team, uh, who's on this team, it'd be Pat Sertan. I mean, just understanding the game at that level, but then also being that incredibly good. And the stat line that Pat Sertan put up the final four games of the season is right along those lines where we're talking about he was targeted something like four times in the final four games, mm -hmm. gave up like one catches. It was incredibly dominant. Now, you're just not going to have that impact that it's that you noticeable. You can't do it in football. A really good comment, Messi. Yes. Oh, oh, oh! I don't think so. I, I, that's then. That, yeah, I think uh, it's one of Jokic those things though, where it's like he doesn't have. He's not. It's soccer. The most physically able, like he's not just beating you. Right. Um, and this LeBron is not James to take style. away. From, it's yeah. not to take because LeBron might be like second best in the NBA at knowing yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he also is like the most gifted athlete of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so Messi's obviously undersized, and I think that he sees it more than the average person but mm -hmm. there's very few people like Jokic ever yep also I did totally forget that Adam Zimmer died in October only 38 I had forgotten damn it's terrible it is terrible. terrible but that's some good points in the comments damn that's really sad um next one from C Fillmore 72 dear mighty three the home teams for the London games were announced today Bills Titans and of course the Jags Fingers crossed, but highly unlikely that we see the Broncos back over here immediately against the Bills. So my question is, are there any other matchups that would be tasty enough for you to make the trip and get back on those London vibes? Christopher, um, <clears throat> he says to save you looking it up outside of divisional games, the possible opponents are Bills uh, for the Bills. So they could play the Broncos, Raiders, Cowboys, Giants, Jags or Bucks. Titans, Ravens, Bengals, Falcons, Panthers, Chargers, Seahawks and Jags, Ravens, Bengals, uh, Falcons, Panthers, Chiefs, 49ers. Oh, I see what he's saying. No, unfortunately, since the Broncos will likely be playing here, what would be the most intriguing matchup if we didn't have to cover the Broncos here that you would want to see? Um, Bills, Cowboys? That yeah. doesn't move me. Uh, Bills, Jags. Oh, but the Jags are already going to be there, so they're not going to play them. Jags, Chiefs? I mean, well, I guess we'll get to find out on Saturday how good of a game it'll yeah. be. Last time it was an okay game yeah. in the regular season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I oh, wish the Broncos yeah. would get the – if we can do Bills Broncos in London again, sign me up <laughs> wow. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Not to burst anyone's bubble. Probably not, though. It probably probably not, although the Broncos did draw the largest crowd in international it's game history. True. It's very true. true. No, no reason that wouldn't happen again. True. Right, and it's not the Jags that drew the crowd because that, they play there every year. That is for sure. Very true. All right. Uh, I think we have one One more, more from Bronco. Tiz says, I've seen a few comments on how Russ wanted to work with Sean Payton. Question, did Russ tank for Payton? The final straw game was probably his worst, LOL. No. <laughs> wow. No. Also, if he did, <laughs> boy, did he hate that uh, that that they're not making this coaching higher, and they made it clear based off of Russ. Well, and he uh, Russ chose Nathaniel Hackett, right? Like Nathaniel Hackett yeah. was already hired before Russ waived true. his no trade clause to come to Denver. Yeah, it's so true. All right, let's get the super chats here. From Orange says, from one to ten, what's the confidence Peyton is coming, Zach? I would say. Seven and a half. Ooh, okay. Uh, I was almost going to go eight. And the, the reason, my only reason for hesitancy um, is uh, 
just the trade itself. It yeah. really does seem like Peyton wants the Broncos and the Broncos want Peyton. That's what I yep. love about the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they they have like a little extra they cachet. Do. They kind of they do. usually get what they want. It's true. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've been trying to figure out how exactly to do it, but I'm getting ready to just pound the plus 225 that, mm. that Sean Peyton is coming to Denver. Like, I, I, typically what I would do is like make a big round robin parlay with a bunch of things in the games this weekend and then throw whatever I make onto that. But I think it might happen before then. So, mm. But that's not the point. The point is that at two to one odds, that seems like a great deal to me. I think it's 50-50 at this point. Mm. I have had really bad luck with these types of bets, so I don't want to jinx it. Because uh. like last year, I think I put money on Dan Quinn. Didn't yeah. work. Um, I did like Aaron Rodgers to yeah. Denver. Yeah. That didn't work. Uh, like a couple other th- of those that just haven't hit, so I don't want to jinx it by betting on. Ah, so you're saving Broncos country. Yep. By not making money. Uh, well, you guys can you guys can bask <laughs> in the money. Uh, I really quick. I don't think it'll happen before these games. Oh, okay. I think so. We get another week of Sean Payton on TV, like dropping so. breadcrumbs, think, or Ooh. Sean Payton is in Denver on Monday morning, and it happens Monday night. Okay. All right. Okay. I, th- I think we get a weekend. Maybe that's just me being hopeful. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Stewart says, uh, "Save numbies. Love you guys. Love You've you, been Seth. saved. Love you, Seth. You've Thank been you. saved. Yeah. Uh, and final one here, which is a great question." Uh, from Roger, who says, between RK, Zach, and Henry, who would be the best to have beers with at the DNVR bar? Actually, I thought this was a different question, which was the one that asked, who would be your vice president? Oh, president. yeah. Thank goodness I don't have to answer that one. Oh, why not all three? I'm in. There we go. Now, the question, are we splitting a beer between the four of us? No. Oh, okay, uh, no. that get me going. that's why i asked it would definitely get me going (laughs) we we could share (laughs) it doesn't take much by the way we do need to have our pizza night yes oh we do do have a pizza night it's gonna be funny though does anyone owe me pizzas you have some bad (sighs) yeah this could be tough for you you gotta think about that i feel like the only I, i was just off about the Jags, and that cost me like three pizzas. <laughs> yeah, really that was a rough one for you. Yeah, and I, I have don't my, remember I have any other pizza, pizza bets. This is a problem. And then here's the issue: is you were cheering for the Jags to make the playoffs in that final game, so you were cheering to lose three pizzas. Yeah, Ugh. I wanted the pizzas with the boys. <laughs> wow. Okay. What you kind know, of pizzas? I appreciate that. It's gonna. I mean, from where? It just has sexy to be sexy pizza. A sexy uh, pizza. Yeah, yep. sexy pizza. Yep. Yep. But uh, you know, it's up to you guys. You Henry guys? and I have to crush three pizzas. <laughs> just like that beer like I, i'd be fine with just a little part a of one slice. yeah it's true it's true yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah here's what's gonna happen is i'm gonna order you guys all these pizzas you each are gonna eat one slice i'm gonna have leftovers for weeks <laughs> so you're saying it's a good deal for you yeah great yeah, deal there we oh, go. i've never actually had beer through a straw i had beer through oh a hot dog gosh, straw. I cannot, oh, oh that's oh right oh my gosh that's what so was it bad. called the glizzy <laughs> no, glizzy straw glizzy straw this is news i've actually moved from seltzers back to beer like i'm just full-time beer now Wow. Nice. I think I, I have that had enough big. of the seltzers. I've noticed wow. your beer looking, your beard looking a little more full. That's probably mm. it. Also, I've been to the barber in like a month. Oh, that, that could be also, also be it. My barber, 
now Primetime's barber. Oh. Wow. And Shadur's barber as well. It's Coach Prime. Wow. Yeah, uh, come on. Please get it right. I'm going to get banned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate Jeff Duncan for joining yes, us. Yes. Uh, more guests on yeah. the show in the coming weeks. Yes. Excited for that. And maybe we'll even drop some news that will be uh, very pertinent to us having guests on the show oh. tomorrow. Oh. oh. Hey. All right. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Appreciate you. Rolled out the truck and took a country drive I understand that you need some time I know some landmarks we used to hit We're flying cotton say